So we're back in the studio after doing some remote podcasts that I didn't really like the feel of it. I didn't like the buzz as much as I like uh, being in, in the studio and uh, having someone face-to-face. And uh, today I've got uh, an old friend here, Paul, and uh, I think both Mars and, Mars and High. I went to Kingston High. You went to Kingston High. Yeah, yeah, it's proximity. Though. Marsden hadn't opened yet when I went to oh, didn't high it? school. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. My brother went to Marsden, though. Oh, did he? Yeah, what was your brother's name? Steve Seals. Steve Seals. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Well, same proximity anyway. Mm-hmm. Same hood, same uh-huh. place. Yeah. Same council. <laughs> yeah, same council. <laughs> but, mate, I really appreciate you coming in. I've always, mate, I enjoy your content online. You're always up to date with what's happening, sort of, oh, I guess the invisible stuff that's happening behind the scenes. Um, behind the curtain. Behind the curtain while we're all distracted. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's obviously stuff going on while we're distracted. And, um, yeah. you know, it's 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 funny. It's, um I, you know, I'm going back and we, we weren't going to talk so much about it, but uh, going back to things like the, the vaccines and you know, 5G and all that stuff coming out, and prior to that, I felt like probably like a lot of mo- like a lot of people did. I felt like I was uh, safe and you know mm-hmm. in my little own little bubble and and stuff. And then I'm just like, oh shit! Like there is something happening out here. There are there are. There's always something happening. Always something happening. Even when it looks like it's not happening, <laughs> there's always something happening. Yeah, it's like, you know, and distractions. I started noticing distractions. I started noticing uh, headlines, and I'm like, okay, well, hang on a second. Why is this headline all important, like, mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. but it wasn't important before? Yeah. And just little things like that, and then obviously vaccines. I mean, I, I didn't get vaccinated, and um, but um, and that was only for me. I, I, um, I let everyone have their own choice. Sure. But my thing was choice. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I, like I said, I'm not anti-anything. I'm yeah. pro-choice in the yeah. in the American sense, but in the Australian sense. Yeah, in the Australian freedom sense. Freedom of choice. Yeah, freedom of choice. And pro-safety. Yeah. So, But people seem to sort of take exception to that. But well, yeah, as soon as people start removing choice and start bullying, coercing people, yeah, that's when it has a tendency to get my heckles up a little bit. Well, it does, I mean? yeah, for me yeah. too, right, as well. And then, and then, you know, there's division and then there's this camp pro uh, you know get uh-huh. vaccine and no vaccines uh-huh. and pro mask any mask yeah yeah pro lockdown any lockdown <laughs> yeah pro yes to the voice no to the voice yeah it's yeah like so much divide and so much divide like you know even at the moment obviously you know there's always been tension as long as i can remember probably since the 1960s or whatever mm. between uh, israel and, and palestine and even that in itself like i find people you know, posting stuff online and I'm like, they're creating division, probably division about something that they have no idea about the ins and outs of the topic. Just, they just grab onto something and they're, mm-hmm. again, some a bit more divide. And then, and then I, you know, I get certain like radical Christians will put up stuff about like pro-Israel and all this stuff mm-hmm. and it gets really intense. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh man, again? Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is too, is that yeah. a lot of people don't really find that they have the luxury of the time to be able to do the research because yeah. we're so kept so busy and so either busy or distracted so there's like yeah. so much stuff happening people they know that people only have a limited bandwidth of like attention span and media exposure and social media exposure and radio yep. and that sort of thing yep. so they just try and pack as much as they can intensely yeah and um yeah it's it's you know people sort of like uh busy yeah, well, either busy or yeah. like, you know, it's most of the stuff on the mainstream news is always has a agenda. Yeah. Yeah. yeah either find, to lead uh, yeah. a narrative. Yeah. Yeah. And I find that like, it, like you know, obviously, um, you know, if you're, you know, on YouTube shorts or you're on, you know, Facebook or you're on, you know, maybe Googling something or uh, TikTok's obviously the big ones and they're all working on algorithms mm. and they're only just showing you you what they want to show you yeah. um, and we can see that because even some of your posts or mm-hmm. people that i know they, they just took them off yeah you know? and if they can like i mean you got youtube and they like you had um kennedy oh. uh, the younger kennedy was how uh, did a um robert a f talk? kennedy jr yeah yeah, yeah. Did, a, did a talk with i think mike tyson or somebody and they pulled that off the he did tyson he also did uh, joe rogan podcast as well yeah yeah they pulled one of them off yeah off YouTube, and you just think, oh, okay, well, obviously there's all this stuff going on, and um, I don't know too much about it, but mm. and also, um, I just always want to pick your brain. Like yeah. you know, you know, we're sitting there and believing we come up in this age where we're believing 
we feel feeling safe around us. Australia's generally been a safe country, and you don't think there's all these things going on just behind the scenes. But um, yep. there is a lot of things going behind the scenes. And mm-hmm. at the moment, is there something that you know something that's got your attention at the moment? Well, it's interesting. I mean, I sort of joke about it, and yeah. you know. The, the Chinese saying is that may you live in interesting times. And I always thought that that was like a motivational uh, yeah. you know, concept. But it's, yeah. it's actually a curse. <laughs> it's a Chinese curse. Yeah. And yeah, I joked about it and said that Chinese guy needs a punch in the face. But uh, <laughs> I just want to go back to the world where it's like the simplicity and there's like yeah. nature and you like get spent time with your kids and you can like what they're exposed to. And yeah, yeah. You've got some sort of control, but. Look, there's so much that's happening in the world to the narrative. And like to a certain degree, I'm very conscious also of the fact about, um, I mean, if there's any BS going on in the media, I like, I, I'm like normally the first one to call it out if I see it. Yeah. But, and there's also a lot of people that like do have the luxury of the time to do research and find out information. But there's a lot of people that are also very much addicted to the conversation about like what's wrong and what's not working and what the problems are and... Yeah, gotcha. Uh, yeah, we've got to be yeah. very much like the duality, like the part, like a mystical path or a spiritual path is like mastering the art of like having some awareness about like what's happening, but not putting too much attention on it. Because if we put too much attention on it, we'll end up creating that reality, whether mm-hmm. we agree with it or not. See, because anything that's an anti position is never a creationary conversation. Yep. And no one ever remembers leaders of opposition parties because someone's doing something and they're just like, no. Yeah, not yeah. doing that. No, 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 no. And it's yeah. not a creationary conversation. So yeah, getcha. It's we're sort of purging a lot of stuff at the moment. But and with what's happened in Australia, you know, I know a lot of indigenous and original community. I grew up for about the first few years of my life in the Northern Territory in Australia. Yep. With the with the original people and their population and yep and the mob and um, you know amount of separation that I saw happen recently within Australia and division was like really heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. There was like, there was these people like particularly that didn't sort of have the time or the luxury or the knowledge or the research Mm -hmm. to find out what was happening. And then there was other people that like thought it was, they, the original people felt they weren't being acknowledged or appreciated or understood or gotten or whatever. And then, you know, and then, some people calling the people that were like saying no, they were saying that they were racist. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was just really abhorrent about like what was happening and just the waste of money and the separation and, and yeah. Yeah. So it's for, for, for sure. It is that, that, um, that divide, like, you know, we yeah. just came out of <laughs> just big divide and then yeah. going back into that. And yeah, it was a lot of people didn't know which way to go. Some people, there were some people that I, that I'd spoken to had, had done the time to do the research. A lot of people just, I felt, uh, were forming opinions based on the media that they saw or the short clips they saw on social media and stuff yeah. like that, Yeah, which I think is is a problem in itself because, like, again, like I was saying, the, the algorithm will just send you what it wants to send you mm-hmm. to be able to see, and that's a, and that's a big trap. Absolutely, because that's the thing. With what's happened with social media over the years and the last US election and that sort of thing and what came out, with Cambridge Analytica and that sort of thing as well, is that they've proven that they can actually move public's opin- opinion yeah. by by controlling what people are exposed to. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's become described as like, social media is like a weapon. Yeah. Yeah. I could see how that, that could take place. Uh-huh. Yeah, I find out just things that will come up on my, on my feed and not other people's feed, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But then... It, Particularly in relation to censorship and that sort of thing. Yeah. Like you were talking about social media and censorship yeah. and that sort of thing. I mean, I'm predominant, like, I'm very highly shadow banned on social media. Yeah. And, uh, you know, even if you are lucky enough to get the information out, I think it's probably my exposure rate's probably about 3% or whatever. But I did an interview with a couple of original people. Yeah. Lumpa in the Northern Territory and Kayumura, who's from the Bales mob in uh, Queensland. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Surprisingly, that reached like 15,000 views or something or other, yeah. which was phenomenal. Yeah. But yeah, so heavily controlled and and when when people are becoming so heavily censored, yep. then people are like turning to other alternate sources of information like this podcast and that sort of thing to get other contexts and other views. You know, I mean, yep. we had the two consecutive YouTube channels with hundreds of videos and that sort of thing that were 
compiled over about the last 10 years. And if you said anything with the V word in it, it was like the channel was just deleted. Oh, wow. Yeah, with thousands of subscribers and video content that took took years and years. And oh, wow. Lots. Such, such control, eh? Yeah. really is. It's uh-huh. a lot of control. Yeah. Even like, even... I see it like even with my daughter, I've got to, I've got to be careful. Like she, you know, she's watching YouTube, and I can change all the sensors and all sort of stuff mm. like that. How old's that, your daughter? My daughter's eight. Okay. Uh, and then I and I've just lately I've just got this conviction now. I'm just like, hang on a second, it's literally like she's plugged into the matrix. Like she's like you know back in the scene. You know when they're all in those mm. pods and they're all in there and they're yeah. plugged in the back of their head because it's just feeding her information mm. and it's creating like like an old. What, what do you call it? Like a different reality? Yeah, alternate reality. Like That's an alternate the, reality. The metaverse is about. Yeah, yeah. So people are like creating property and real estate in the metaverse that they're yeah. selling. It's like, it's wild. Yeah. People plugging like into a virtual reality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And for her, like that's going to affect her because she thinks life is a certain way because of the images that she sees all the time. You know what I mean? And and, yeah. and that's life for her. And, the, and then, so I've got to be really careful with that. And then just taking her, as soon as I take her off it, she just goes and finds something to do and she, yeah. you know, gets creative and stuff like that. Uh-huh. But you just got to, just being really mindful of that. And then, so in saying that, I'm the same. Like I, I will just watch my same YouTube, my same podcasts, you know, so forth. And they're just feeding me information and I'm just taking it in, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not questioning it. A lot of, lot of trust there. But uh, there were things like 5G and stuff that I wanted to just touch mm-hmm. on. Because sure. I think sometimes, you know, things get a bit of light and yeah. then they just just disappear and then it's just the norm. It's just the way it just creeps in. It seems to do that. Yeah. So uh, other people you... like um, David Icke, et cetera, they refer to it as like the totalitarian tiptoe where it's like, it's just like, just creeps very slowly. Yeah. It just creeps in. Yeah. And before you know it, it's right in front of you. Like mm-hmm. it's right, it's right there. Yeah. Yeah. It's de- I definitely can see how that that's works. Yeah. has played itself out. Well, that's what a lot of people refer to as well. Dr. Robert Malone gave a speech about what we're experiencing at the moment, what's called or described as fifth generational warfare. Yep. And it described as silent weapons in invisible wars. Yep. Where this the technology, like the, the tech, I mean, it depends on what the intention is behind it. I mean, you can you can use a hammer to build a masterpiece of a house or you can use it to damage someone. Yeah, yeah. It depends on the intention behind it. But a lot of people have unconsciously and unknowingly surrendered their uh, privacy for convenience. Yeah. And pretty much all the smart devices are really just mass surveillance of data. And that's the saying, you know, data is the new oil. That's the commodity. Once you can harvest all that data and information, you can sell people things and you can control the, manipulate the emotions and the, the minds of people. Yeah, for so sure. A lot of people are like into having tech detoxes. I mean, I, I sort of joke about it with, I deal with clients over over tech and that yep. sort of thing as well. And I, I'd say, look, if I never had to look at another computer screen in my life again, it wouldn't worry me in the least. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing that and then I guess then also just that safety about what you put on and what you don't put on. And also with kids, like, because... We're like just taking photos of our kids and we're putting them up there. And so we're not giving them a choice. Yeah, <laughs> we're yeah. just like we're putting their information out there as well. And mm-hmm. there's all these things that you got, you got to sort of think about. So that fifth generational warfare. warfare yeah. What's what's that sort of entail at a more sort of depth level? Yeah. Well, what he's sort of referring to in that degree, and also General Flynn in the U.S. There's there's. I didn't know what it was until I did some research and reading on it as well. Fifth generation warfare sounds like some sort of far out sort of conspiracy theory or whatever. Oh, mate, it all does, doesn't it? Yeah, it does at the beginning <laughs> until you start checking it out and go, you, hang on, there's something here. Yeah, what would I say? It's three, uh, three months between... <laughs> conspiracy theory and fact. In fact, yeah. 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 So using those tools and using those technologies to sort of lead the masses and then there's this sort of also depends how far on the spectrum you want to look at it as well Mm. it looks it's you know in its simplest form it can use to control and manipulate people's thoughts and thinking patterns and uh, you know harvesting all that data and information and I think it would really scare people if they got present to the fact about how how much that data is surveilled yeah you know for example unless you're using any form of encrypted encryption Mm -hmm. Every, you know, all the data, particularly since the metadata laws happened after the Sydney siege event, I think, which is probably about six or seven years ago now. Okay. So that all that metadata legislation was in place. And so every record of, like, what number you call, who you call, when you call, how often you call, text messages, 
internet browsing, like all that data is all being harvested. Yeah, well. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, they say that from using that metadata, they can pretty much profile people from it. Yeah, mm. far out. Mm -hmm. So it's just the security of that data. Yeah. I've seen, like, um, I've seen these clips in China where mm. they where I don't know how, how true that is. but The social credit system? Yeah, social credit system. Yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing. That's a thing. And it's not just people go, oh, that's just China. But it's actually, it's all been trialed and implemented in uh, all the Western countries of the world including back as far as 2018, it was trialled as a model in Darwin, the yeah. social credit system. So for anyone that's listening that doesn't understand yeah. the social credit system, yep. so it's surveillance of data. So all the towers can cross-triangulate and track a person's position, and then mm -hmm. they know that that's your number. And, yep. you know, what happens in China is there's a whole clip about it that C C CNBC put out, and it's, uh, it's really about, you know, Anything that you do, if you cross the street, you're jaywalking. By the time you've gotten to the other side of the road, it's that fine is deducted from your bank account. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and then yep. like this is all weaving yep. into what they're sort of describing. Yep. And they're profiling from walking. I heard. Yeah, like they they get to understand how you walk because uh -huh. it's it's unique to the person. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And, and then profiling all that data, so it's like we're sort of weaving into this. You know, like you said, like the matrix where we're sort of weaving in. People are like moving towards these agendas at the moment that other things like, like I said, if people sort of woke up to what's happening on a larger scale and what other people like, you know, the World Economic Forum and that sort of thing they're yeah. up to, we're talking about like digital IDs, digital passports, yeah, yeah. and then they're ultimately pushing the agenda for um, central bank digital currencies, CBDCs, yeah, which digitalize money, which yeah. will ultimately replace the fiat system that we have. Yep in the US or the Western governments. Yeah. And then that will ultimately track every transaction you make, mm. that you bought a coffee this morning, how yeah. much you paid for it, which shop you bought it from, yeah. the tax you pay, yeah. like everything gets profiled. Wow. And then yeah. boom. Yeah. You just like, you got the social credit system, mm. you got three strikes. Yeah. You didn't pay your speeding fine, no coffee for you. Yeah. Guess it's straight onto it. Because uh -huh. they were doing things on that social credit system where they were banning people from going i don't know how true that is but using vending machines and mm -hmm. stuff like that because transport it, transport can't fly can't and it's like it's train. like a review like i can go and check out your social credit system that's it <laughs> yeah that's great and i didn't know it coming you know it's it's, it's funny because it's a mess a western media clip and we're like oh i don't know do, do, do i believe the media or not you know what yeah, i mean yeah. do, you know how true all that stuff is uh -huh. but uh, i haven't heard anything to the contrary no, so far. no, that's right. You know, so and incentivizing other people to like dob, dob, in. dob on other people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh wow, it's just all it's just all changing, and we're just freely opening ourselves up to it. Mm -hmm. And and hence why I just wanted to chat to you because you you're like, well, don't. <laughs> yeah. Wake up a little bit, guys. Uh -huh. You know what I mean, and yeah. uh, and see what's sort of going on on around you. Mm -hmm. um, so you had that. Um, spoke about the vaccines i heard you speak about the vaccines a couple of times but the the 5g stuff's got me interested yeah. and and i and i'm not sure how much you know about this carbon credit stuff and and mm. and how and how that all works at the moment because i'm quite interested in that I've, I've heard that uh there's in in london they've actually got these uh, systems where they they can track how long you're actually in town for right and and how much carbon you're you're using or whatever and and fine you if, yeah. you, if you're in the in, well, in the town too long that's all the the interface like what they yeah. call the internet of things sort of weaving together between smart devices smart phones yeah. smart televisions smart yeah. cars yeah so, hence why need 5g yeah well but it's like <laughs> so when it evolves past the level of 5g once it goes to like six generation seven yeah. generation eight generation yeah it actually has the ability to be able to charge the devices wirelessly Oh, wow. Yeah, so that they can just keep operating all the time and then all the devices, like, speak to each other and wow. read, read each other. So it sounds very um, it sounds very Blade Runner or... Oh, man, it sounds... Everything goes from my head because everything's connected. You can't do anything. Yeah. Can't get away with nothing. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Yeah. No. But you were mentioning about, like, um, 5G and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. What's so, happening with that now? Yeah. Yeah, well... I spent a little bit of time in the space as well because I wanted, I had was fortunate enough to have the luxury. Like I was running a podcast as well for myself. Yeah. I wanted to gather as much information because it's getting more and more difficult as this technology becomes more sophisticated 
to try and work out what is truth and what is disinformation. Yep. It's getting yeah, harder, and sure. harder, harder and harder to work it out. Yeah. So I ended up doing a lot of interviews with a lot of interesting people, including people like Arthur Furstenberg, who wrote the book called Invisible Rainbow. Okay. Yeah. And he talked about like the rise, the, the rises in, um, in electromagnetic radiation exposure, about the rises in um, cancers that are happening in society at the moment. Yeah, well. And he said that like the current levels were already super high. And he had concerns about what's happening with the, the levels of, like, it's, it's, it's a pollution, right? It's a pollution that we can't see. Unless you have a, a meter, mm. you, you, don't, you don't know what you, how much you're getting exposed to. The body is very resilient. Um, but how resilient? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, like, you know, how much of any sort of pollution do you want to be exposed to? Yeah. And uh, particularly if it's unknowing. So... I've also had a lot of conversations with people that are building biologists and that sort of thing. And they said that like moving towards the future in property where people normally do building and pest inspections on their property, they said you also should get a building biologist to come out and do a check for EMF readings. Because if you're in close proximity and like got a 5G tower right right above your yeah. house, yep. you need to get that checked. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not good for you. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. And we just let it slip on in. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. Well, just going back to like the other, the, the power towers from Erin Brockovich, you know what I mean? Yeah. When she like, you know, and then we've just, now we've just gone to the fact that we've just got them just, just everywhere. But you got, what gets me is there's no choice in that. Yeah. Like you literally walk around everywhere. You're exposed to something that you had no, um, you know, no say on. Yeah. And well, we probably, well everyone, we, yeah, we actually promoted, probably did. It was promoted yes. that you could, like, you know, download your cat videos 10 times faster or something because of getting access to 5G. And yeah, it's not like it's not like we didn't have a choice, actually. That's the thing, but we just allow it to happen. Yeah, and well, then it gets sold again. It's, we get sold as convenience as well, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, if it's convenient, yeah, yeah. we'll take it, and uh -huh. then we steeple and we, you know. We just do what everyone else does because everyone else does it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then got to do other interviews with, with like the leading professionals in the world, like uh, Professor Ola Johansson, mm. who's in Sweden and talking about um, really, really fascinating conversations, like having the luxury of being able to have the time to have conversations with very intelligent, very knowledgeable people. Yeah. And he said what you would experience in the future is that you would experience uh, a lot of people developing symptoms that look like and that are related to iron deficiencies in the human body. So if you're suffering an iron deficiency, you would mm -hmm. probably have low energy levels and yep. all that sort of thing. So he was telling me this at the time. This is like sort of back in 2018 or something, I think yep. it was, pre-COVID. Yep. And um, yeah, so what the electromagnetic radiation does yep. is, is even you, if you were taking iron supplements, it disrupts the body's ability to be able to absorb iron. Yep. Yep. Okay. And then there's all these other conditions like immune system conditions yep. that are related to that. Is that like a defense uh, thing in our body because of the, the EMF or like in... Apparently it's just a byproduct of like electromagnetic radiation exposure. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Like it disrupts the body's ability to be able to absorb it. Into yeah, the body. wow. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. Then there's, yeah, just, just happening right under our nose. Mm. And it slipped through. That one just slipped through. The... Yeah. Well, I <laughs> we're too busy with COVID, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and like they were, during the lockdowns, they were like going 100 miles an hour, putting rolling out all the towers during yeah. during COVID. But, um, you know, trying to educate people around that. And obviously the conversation's gone a lot more lateral these days because yeah. it's like people had to go into survivalism. So they didn't have the luxury of like talking about like, I don't know where the nearest tower is to my house or whatever. Yeah, man, I'm just trying to pay the rent. That's right. <laughs> I want to pay the bills and childcare and yeah. mortgage and car payments and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So those things are a bit more important. But uh, yeah, so like educating people about that, removing any exposure to electromagnetic radiation wherever possible. Yeah. And, uh, you know, doing things like, you know, don't hold the mobile phone next to your head. I still see people like holding mobile phones next to their head. Yeah, well, funnily enough, you know, and I used to, I used to, um, criticize her for a little bit or I don't know but uh the mother of my kids she uh, she's always held the phone in front of her face oh. since mobile phones come out literally 
doesn't and then same as microwaves mm-hmm. she just if she's in the microwave she stands back yeah like she takes precautions and uh-huh. uh it doesn't seem so silly now no and or like you know if you have like if you have wi-fi make sure you turn your wi-fi off when you're sleeping and yeah so because it's really just we've traded again for convenience as well mm-hmm. the, actually what's more efficient is like fiber optic it's more it's high efficiency it's like it moves faster yeah, it's just right there yeah it? but like people don't want to put cables in and all that sort of stuff you can hardwire your whole house to internet access if you want to and not have to have any wi-fi yeah but people just got lazy and just like put a wi-fi router in yeah yeah you know what i mean so oh yeah for sure yeah because i because i see it in houses now and i'm like you don't need that yeah. use the wi-fi uh-huh. <laughs> yeah so you know, yeah, just remember yeah. when you used to have the Wi-Fi, you used to like plug your cable into. Yeah, the that's wall. what I'm saying. Yeah. I see that now. Even I've, yeah. I saw a house that had it in there, and it was only like a couple of years old. I'm going, oh, why did they put that outdated yeah, stuff yeah. in there for? It's making just, a resurgence. Just, yeah, yeah, just put, just get in there and use the Wi-Fi. Yeah, but um, mate, you've been traveling and stuff like that, and uh, are you seeing? Would have talked to people. You know, you've been in the states recently. You mm-hmm. say you know you recorded a new song and stuff like that, yeah. and then just over there, had you made some more connections with people over there that are are you seeing some stuff over in the states that you know it's on its way over here or is it kind of like a yeah yeah so it's interesting so i was in the u.s end of 2021 mm-hmm. early 2022 i was over there for six months yep and then i was over there last month as well for a couple of weeks yep so it was interesting about how much things had changed even in that time frame yeah well that is two years or whatever it is yeah but I was very blessed and very fortunate as well. Like the first time I was able to go there and I got to speak and I got to perform and I got to meet a lot of amazing people there as well, including people like Dr. David Martin. He just gave an amazing address recently. I think it was like to the UN or something okay. like about like what's going on behind the scenes and who's been making all the money out of this yeah. sort of stuff that's been going on. Yep. Dr. Rashid Bhattar and Lee Dundas, a humanitarian uh, human rights attorney and that sort of thing. So there's a lot of people in the wow. background that also are sort of heavily censored and shadow banned. So other people have gone to other forms of communication, other channels like into Rumble and that sort of thing. Yeah, Rumble's definitely becoming more popular. Uh-huh. And that's because of it's it's not censored as much. That's right. That's, yeah. Yeah. And other forms of communication and telegram channels and that sort of thing because all the other channels have all been censored and censored and monitored and that sort of thing as well. Yeah, so I met some amazing, amazing people, um, including Mickey Willis, who just released the last documentary called The Great Awakening. Okay. Talking about all this stuff. I think you probably watch it on Rumble as well. Yeah. And all those guys, not just in relation to that and what's been happening in those areas, but other people that are up to other things that I got to meet in the States as well, including the people behind the Sound of Freedom a movie yep. that was about the child trafficking, yep. that sort of thing. So it's all coming up. I think it's to a certain degree it's it's always sort of been there to some degree but yeah I think it's like anything it's like it needs to come to the forefront for us to be able to deal with it to acknowledge it and to you know to to create something else yeah not to let it exist anymore yeah just speaking on that topic alone because I had a fair bit to do with child slavery with Destiny Rescue and so forth and mm. I traveled through Asia and stuff like that but I'm just I guess what I'm saying is that these things come up yeah. like this new movie mm-hmm. right and it, and it seems to to rise a little bit yeah and it's uh for you know for the next th- three months it's a little bit hey the sound of freedom we'll talk about this da 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 then it just drops off and it's not so popular anymore yeah yeah you get what i mean i do uh, and i see that a lot a lot of different things mm. and that's why i wasn't quick to, to to speak on it because it's been going on for so long and i was like oh how do i feel will this be one of those things like I don't know. Every time that every time a hot topic comes up, it just seems to be it's everyone's talking about it. Everyone's talking about it, and then they're just looking for the new hot topic to come yeah. up. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And it'd be good to see because I've seen like little kids that there was one that was up to my just uh, how do I put it below my waist. Mm. Two girls that got rescued though, and they were just tiny, like mm. five yeah. years old or something like that. Yeah, crazy parties that they were sold <laughs> they were sold by their parents. Yeah, that's the crazy part. Uh-huh. And they'll go back probably to that, but um. I think things like this movie coming out is definitely, uh, definitely these things getting exposed. And I think that's what the internet's good for, as well as there's like the good and the bad. Like, well, how much is the about? thing? This yeah. is the thing, right? So yeah. it's good, or it was good, yeah, or it's good for now, yeah. But the other thing that I sort of talk about as well is that um, the Pentagon has issued a press release that people can look and 
and check it out on the internet. It was yep. a public press release that um, the Pentagon is like after net zero access by 2027. So they don't want anyone accessing the internet that's not ID'd. Oh. Yeah. Okay. You can check it out. It was put out by the Pentagon. Yeah. So the directive. So that's part of the agenda for the, the digital IDs. Yep. And you can't buy a SIM card for a phone without giving a copy of your identification documents like you can't you can't get a a ghost one or you can't get a yeah. decentralized one you've all they've all got to be identified so yeah they want to they're calling net zero access by 2027 so anyone that's not identified yep as a user will not be able to access yep. the internet and just under the guise of safety i suppose yeah well that's what they normally sort of <coughs> trot out as the excuse of like you know pedophilia and that sort of thing yeah and it's like how could you who what sort of person are you to not be able to yeah yeah like, do you agree with pedophilia? How could you, Adam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, they'll, they'll use anything. Yeah. Yep, yep. And then it's just us and them, and then it goes on and go, it goes on from there. That's yeah. scary, like, that um, that that's the world that we're going to live in. Like, yeah. going from the 70s, being born in the 70s, and then... The things you could get away with before get, social media. Yeah. <laughs> before you could, before social media. Uh-huh. Before, you know... I don't know, and then it's just it's just gone totally the other way where yeah. everything sort of uh, feels controlled and and anything gets pushed upon you. Like, um, and it's hard. It's I've talked, I've spoken to other people, and and you and you're probably very mindful of this, mm. um, for them not to be fearful. Yes, you know, and because some people uh, take this on board and and it and it frightens the shit yeah. out of them. Well, that's the thing, you know. Preface beginning about yeah. You know, being careful what you're talking about because you've also got to be able to, there's already enough fear and anxiety being pumped into the matrix at the moment yeah. as it is. Like you yeah. watch the mainstream news and that's all it is. Yeah, there's sure. no good news stories in there at all. No. So we've got to be in a conversation for creation and that sort of segues into what I was saying is that yeah. what we're probably experiencing at this point in time in history, which is like, it's a little bit terrifying at times. And people do get a little bit overwhelmed. And I had a conversation with someone this morning and she's like, that's why I'm not having kids. And yeah. I'm like, no, yeah. you got to bring the warriors through. you got to bring the wayseers through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's not the first time I've, I've heard that. Really? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not going to have kids. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how can I bring this sort yeah. of world we're going to where you like, pronouns do you identify by? Yeah, yeah. It's you all confusing. I mean? it, they, them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we've got to be in a conversation for creation. And I think probably what we're starting to experience and what people will hear more and more is the term parallel economy because you sort of we're sort of people are going, hang on, we don't want to go that way. We're not going that way. We want it we want decentralization, we want independence, we want sovereignty, mm -hmm. we want, you know, control over our own food. Yep. Agriculture, like all that sort of stuff. We want our own independence. We're not going that way. So we're going to like peel out into a parallel economy. So all the other people will sort of like head off in that direction with the mainstream. Yep. And all these other people are so going to start creating communities and yeah. finding other ways to transact with each other, and yep. relate to each other and be in the conversation for what they want to create in the world. Yeah. Like yeah. what sort of world do we want? And most yeah. people just go, not that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But what sort of world do you want to create? What sort of world do you want your daughter to live in? Yeah. And your daughter's children. Yeah, for you sure. Know what I mean? And yeah. start investing in that conversation. Yeah. Rather than going, people going, oh, did you hear about this? That's not right. This is not right. That's not right. They yeah. can't do this. And I, just, I think that sort of leads into what we're saying with the, where we started in the beginning of the conversation about the voice, like yeah. the voice referendum in Australia as well. Yeah. Here's the thing I put a post up as well is like people that voted um, yes think they lost and they haven't. Because there's a globalist agenda there that those guys that I spoke to spoke about with like the UN getting access to land rights in Australia in what they call the UNDRIP, whatever the acronym for that is, I can't understand, yep. but remember. Uh, and then the people that um, voted no yep. thought they won, yep. but they didn't because the other governments like South Australian government, <laughs> yeah. Queensland government are going to try and do their own thing anyway. Yeah. So that's what happens so like in the structure. Yeah. The globalists are like pulling the strings yeah. for the for the leaders and the young, you know, WF young leaders and that sort of thing that have infiltrated about 50% of governments in the Western world. Yeah, well. Just like push, 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 push. This is our agenda. Yeah. We don't care what you do. You're just going to yeah. get that goal over the line. Yeah. And then you get people like Dan Andrews that get like, you know, that jump before they get pushed yeah. in inquiries and then retire with like half a million dollars a year for the rest of their life. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's crazy. It's, it's wild. Wow. <laughs> I say truth is stranger than fiction. Like, who could watch television? It's far too boring compared to reality. Yeah. So, what is that like? 
because I always used to think there's no they. For for a while, I was like, oh, it's it's them. It's the it's the people. I heard it all the time. Like it's it's them. It's the mm-hmm. it's Illuminati. It's, yeah, what's well, them and us? It's them and us. I'm like, oh, yeah. who the hell is them? Yeah, I don't know who who them is, but. Uh-huh. Well, that's an interesting question as well, because yeah. part of it as well, like this whole divide and conquer separation agenda and left mm. versus right and, you know, political parties and, you know, yes, no, no vote. And that's the thing. It's all having people feel separated because at the end of the day, Adam, we have as humans yeah. and, you know, as Australians, uh, whoever's listening, wherever in the world, we, we actually have a lot more in common than what we do is differences being yeah. human. Yeah, yeah, there's for a lot sure. more in common, but like it's just divide, 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 divide until everyone sort of feels isolated, different, unseen, ununderstood, unappreciated, yeah, and just like I'm just going to go and like live in this cabin in the woods somewhere, <laughs> where the rest of the world can't find me. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Because they really play, because they really play into um, so uh, evolutionary biology on that, don't they? Like they, they, they really play into the tribe mentality. Like it's it's very easy for us to to go from one. We're on this tribe or we're on that tribe, you know what I mean? It, yeah. And just it's like a natural instinct uh-huh. that they yeah. that people are, are choose playing a side. Into. Choose a side. Yeah, Israel or Palestine. Yeah. Choose You've a side. You gotta have one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Rather than just like just stop killing people. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. stop it. Just stop yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And and it seems it seems that way and and, and um that, so with the us and them, like mm. uh, with them and the, and these corporations that are at the hierarchy of these of these things and mm. uh, I've heard it more so with Russell Brand and like talking about stuff like that. And then, you know, obviously uh, him being canceled and I, and I haven't got a, you know, a comment on that. Cause I read the, I read the reports and stuff like that, but I'm just, just with a lot of stuff that, that he talked about and said with these different, like Vanguard and all these, all mm-hmm. these organizations, uh, mm. what do you, what's the agenda? Is there a them in your view? And is there an agenda or well, is it all this, all just small greedy corporations? Well, no, there's, there is, there is a them in as yeah. much as like, it's not a fictitious sort of entity that people say, oh, you're delusional. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there is like, it's not, it's not left versus right. It's no. not brother and sister, you know, against each other. Yeah. It's us against them. So it's like when they say the elite, yeah. the ruling elite, we're talking about 0.01% of the population. Yeah. And all these corporations that have been created, mm. including companies like Black, Black, BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street, Morgan Stanley, yeah. they're out to own as much as they can of the world by like 2030. So a lot of people are unaware of it because because yeah. uh, I have this conversation with people about they're like, you know, diversifying and getting, because this is all about a, a digital, like a, a digital reset. Yeah. And getting people prepared for it in that regard. And I say, whereabouts, they go in an industry super fund. Yeah. I'm like, where's your super, what's your super invested in? And they're like, yeah. I don't know. Majority of it's all invested in those corporations. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that are invested in like pharmaceuticals, weapons. Yeah. You know, war's good business. Yeah, for sure. Very profitable. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, okay, this is what doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. If you're already in the 0.01% or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. what more do you need? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> everything. You need everything. So they're not satisfied until they have everything and everything no. underneath well, them and so forth. It, like, the analogy is like a parasitic cancer that will yeah. actually eat as much as it can until it like actually kills the host. Yeah, well. Yeah. And psychopaths will oh, and go, sociopaths yeah. will like Get you know, destroy <laughs> destroy whatever they can just so that they don't feel like they've lost. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. it's like it's a it's like one very, big company very against wounded. another big company. Well, no, it's like, yeah. well, you've got like Larry Fink and guys like running BlackRock and that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, never it's think I never heard that name before. Yeah. 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 Like, you know, like I said, 0.01% of the population yeah. out to own as much as they possibly can. So there's definitely that happening. And then they have very, very sophisticatedly like developed the system where it's like they're, they're, they're lobbying. And they're like, this is the agenda and we're going to put a referendum out. And if that fails, you've got to put it out to the states. And then one of the states are going to set a precedent and that's going to be the template for the other states. Yep. And like, yeah, uh, yeah, there's like, there's all that that's sort of occurring at the moment. And um, sometimes it does feel like ignorance is bliss. It does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like before I knew that's that. It's like the Matrix as well. You can't unknow it. You, you know. <laughs> it's exactly right. Once you, once you get wind of it, it's like, yeah. oh, you know. Um, it's like, how deep does a rabbit hole go? Yeah, I just yeah. go. It just goes. Uh-huh. Like I've been talking to you for what, like forty minutes, and I'm yeah. just, it's, I haven't even scratched the surface yeah. of any any of that. Yeah. So like even like people sort of know about, you know, 
um, these people like Bill Gates and like Klaus Schwab and mm. those guys, you know, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. You know, it's yeah. like that. There's like there's people above that that like yeah. that are just completely unknown. Yeah, yeah, that have no profile whatsoever. That are like pulling the strings. Yeah, because then I'm like, I'm Bill Gates. I'm like, like, how bad can the guy be? Like he's mm. he's like curing like polio and all these things. And you know, well, this is what I hear. I haven't done. You know, this is much research as I've done is the headlines. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's what they sort of tell people. Like. That many people, there's such an aggregated like amount of power at the top of the yeah. pyramid, yeah. Where they, there's like mainly probably maybe four media main media companies and all the rest of them are sub. Yeah. But if you even look at like BlackRock, for example, yeah, and all the ownership of like all the other companies that they own or invested in, and companies like Uber and the tech companies and pharmaceuticals yeah. and that sort of thing, it's it's quantum the yeah. amount of ownership and control that they have. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So there's all this stuff happening everywhere. <clears throat> and if you're, you know, you're oblivious to it, like ignorance is bliss that we spoke about. There's the future of for our kids and, you know, yeah. mostly the next generation and stuff like that. So they can live in what I would think would be like a free, like not freedom. Yeah. Like that's, that's, that's the biggest thing we have is like the, our freedom to be able to do whatever we want to do when we want to do it to a certain degree. Mm. And that's the blessing of life and so forth. And you want your kids to be able to, to go through life without the constraints like the China that we just spoke about. Like, yeah. you know, that, that'd that be crazy. I want my kids to live, I'm, especially my mom was an artist. Like, yeah, I've had free, like, <laughs> my whole life. Yeah. She's an abstract artist too, so that's even worse. Yeah. But, um, and so my dad was, was like a hippie type guy, you know what I mean? He grew up in the 70s, you know, was, you know, into like meditation and stuff yeah. like that and taught me, med like, he was that kind of guy. And that's the... They're the people that I grew up with, and and I'm always about that kind of freedom because I because I think that's that's one of the, the biggest joys in life. You know yeah. what I mean? To be able to to have that, uh -huh. but them going down that track of all this control happening, what is it we would do? And there's probably no simple answer for that, but what would we do to to start setting those paths? And I know that you spoke about you know um, having um, creative conversations more mm. and and creating yes as opposed to a just going down the opposing track, yes. just going, okay, well, this is what you guys are doing and this is what we're going to do. We're going to build this life and so forth. Um, obviously, those other things are going to affect the way you can create things yeah. because those other things are there in the background. Uh -huh. But uh, would what would we do like as parents or what would we do as just part of the human race to be able to, to say, okay, well, we, we don't agree with those things. We want to we go down... We're going to do this or where would we find that research to be able to say okay well i feel that you know this is happening behind my back right now and i didn't know yeah. about that or this is happening or, and and just being more aware of that stuff out there because we know it's out there to be able to dive in but it's like you said there's it's harder to distinguish between what's truth and what's not truth anymore like mm -hmm. when you're talking about the 5g stuff but yeah. like you know information that's out there how does how does someone start to feel like they they can make a difference in that or not go down that that way down that down that road where they're going to be joining everyone else just doing life and then all these things just get implemented how can they sort of step back from that where would they look for sources of information uh, and you know how yeah. how can they filter through that yeah it's a great question yeah but in relation to what's happening at the moment or what's sort of getting rolled out very very slowly is when these things start to happen is that people just, the first thing that people need to do is say no. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, I, don't have, I love all people, yep. Adam. You know, yep. all races, all cultures, all beliefs, yep. all nationalities. Mm. It's really just to be able to have the courage to say no. And like with what happened with the vaccine coercion agenda as well. Yep. People are like, I had to get it. Yeah. I had to get it yep. because I would lose my job. Yeah. And I'm like, there's no have to anything. No, there's not. Yeah. No. And I spent some time with Dr. Rashid Buttar, who was a Pakistani doctor in the US who was yep. like ex-military. <clears throat> and he, he was very outspoken at the beginning. Yeah. He died this year under suspicious circumstances. Oh, wow. Yeah. But he was very outspoken. Yeah. And I got to have dinner with him in the US and that sort of thing as well. But uh, you know, he just said, look, well, you know, this is like experimental gene therapy and you don't know what the long-term effects are going to be. Yeah. And so get another job, get a different job. And there's a lot of people that had to pivot and find other work because they didn't want to see their 
like their personal bodily autonomy and sovereignty. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. they just had to say no and then they had to change plans, yeah. but people just went like went along with it. And yeah. I know some people, you know, who'd gone along with it, got the first vaccine and then had bad side effects. And they're yeah. like, oh, man, I'm not going, I'm not going, uh-huh. you can stick your job. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And so it was that real. Well, real the, to them. the yeah. first alarm bells went off. Like when I, when it happened, I remember the date was like 22nd of March. 2020 in Australia, yep. and like I got really angry because I I could see what was happening. I knew what was going on. I got like really angry, and I was like, "How dare they?" Yeah, yeah, and I couldn't believe it actually. And then the whole thing with like the lockdowns and all that sort of stuff. And you know what's happened? If you look at the old saying as well is that those who do not learn from history are doomed to repeat it. Yeah, and with what's happened with tyrannical regimes in the past, is whenever they move into an occupation of a country or whatever, then they do things that stop people practicing their spiritual practices, like going to church and that sort of thing. Yeah. And like, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. You yeah. know what I mean? And there were a lot of like amazing um, leaders in the in the church and the spiritual communities that just said, no, we're just, we're not following. We're not complying with that. Yeah, yeah, you know sorry. What I mean? yeah. But when, when the government came out and indemnified the pharmaceutical companies from litigation for adverse reactions mm, and yeah. then indemnified like the medical, the doctors and the medical staff from litigation from yeah. adverse reactions, yeah. I was like, oh my God, like how would anyone like do anything? Yeah. You know, would you, you know, uh, it's just, it was like beyond, it was beyond comprehension. Yeah. The fact that, that people would do it. And like it's estimated, listening to conversations from other people that have spoken publicly, it's estimated that approximately like 20 million people plus in the world have died within wow. like three months after being vaccinated. That's crazy. Yeah. And then there's like in the US alone, there's like 30 million people that have had adverse reactions. That's like the population of Australia in one country. Yeah, wow. Yeah, in one country. Yeah. So no, you know, no recourse, no, you know, no avenues. You know, it's like, I mean, I've really developed a big sense of compassion and empathy for a lot of people in the last three or four years. And my, my dad's incapacitated at the moment. He, um, uh, January last year when I was in the States, mm-hmm. he had a fall. Yeah. Hit his head. Oh. Lost blood. Oh, wow. Got rushed to hospital, tested yeah. positive for COVID. Yeah. Got stuck in a COVID ward, got shoved him in a COVID ward for two weeks, then came out, scanned him again, found that he was still hemorrhaging and bleeding from the brain, rushed him to the hospital, another hospital for birth, like gave him remdesivir when he was in hospital, yeah. which is like the protocol for giving people that are unvaccinated that test positive. Yeah. Yeah. And it was known to cause like organ failure in the body, kidneys and that sort of thing. Wow, someone's already frail. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh Uh-huh. And then, but like stuck him in the COVID ward for two weeks, Mm -hmm. brought him out, scanned him, and then like rushed him to hospital for burr hole surgery to relieve the pressure and the swelling in the brain. Yeah, well. Rather than he should have had that procedure as soon as he was admitted. Yeah. Yeah, rather than being shoved in a COVID. There's going to be a lot of these stories come out. So in, in the COVID ward. Yeah. They, they weren't checking for anything else because he's in the COVID ward. Yeah, there's like a lot of stories in Australia and in the US. People are not getting fed properly. They're not getting the medical treatment that they needed. They weren't getting like water. My dad was like curled up in the fetal position and like dehydrated and looked like a, like a skeleton with his like eyes sunk into his head and that sort of thing. Yeah. So then it got rushed to surgery for that. Yep. And then came out with post-anesthetic amnesia from the procedure. So he like needs 24-hour care now. But there's going to be not only with what happened with the vaccine, yeah, yeah. then you've got the remdesivir drug, which is also known by another name, which I can't remember at the moment. Mm. And when I rang the hospital, because when I was in the US, it took me like six weeks to get out because still at that point in time, the US, the Australian government was only accepting PCR tests. <coughs> and it took me ages to get out. And I was yeah. like, I, I just, my intuition told me, like, I've got to get out and like yeah. check up on him. And then I conversation with, Registrar, I yep. think, because I got them run through all the drugs that they'd given him. Yep. And deliberately left off in the conversation that they gave him remdesivir. Yeah. Yeah. And then it wasn't until he was discharged, and then I got the copy of the discharge file, that I noticed that he was given remdesivir. Well. Then I contacted the hospital and said, hey, <coughs> who authorised him, the consent for him to be given remdesivir? Yeah. And they were like, sorry, we can't talk to you unless you've got enduring power of attorney. 
Wow. Yeah. So Man, there's going to be a lot of people that over a period of time, because what happened was during that period of time, they just said to people, sorry, Adam, your, your father died of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. And they didn't check the discharge file and find out that they were given remdesivir, which caused like, which, which caused uh, organ failure. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So there's going to be, there's that's the chapter. I, I hadn't heard that before. Yeah. Wow, so there's there you all go. that stuff that's happening. And then yeah. there's going to be, it started in the US, a mm. lot of class actions happening for no, good on it. remdesivir usage. Yeah. Yeah. There's one time I'm like, class action? This is like now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like I said, this is like how they just portrayed all the yeah. scare, the, the fear and the yeah yeah so it, people you know people doing as much research as they could on it you mm-hmm. know what i mean and then 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 the fear like oh those kids ones got me like you know yeah trying to you know promote it so your kids have it you know what i mean and then and then we've got a politicians telling your kids to or all the chief medical officers what it's telling you the other thing. kids to have it guess what what guess who was exempt from getting any of the Vaccines and politicians, I don't all know. the politicians. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, because they could still do, they could still do their job. That's right. Be yeah, but they they were not subjected to the mandates. Yeah, wow. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that either. Yeah. So I was just like, the last uh, few years of me for me have just been like processing a lot of anger. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of people are angry. Yeah, of, well, they have every right to be. A lot of shit happened, like you know the people's. Yeah, lost restaurants and lost yeah. lives and then there was like you know obviously on the high ends of suicide because mm-hmm. of all those financial pressures and stuff yeah. like that it's just it's crazy man yeah that was a crazy time and then you know i'm just mindful of okay that was the start of something what's the next thing and that's and that's probably where i'm more mindful of and it's going back to that researching about what which way do you do you kind of go to be able to to do the right research you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. i think there's a there's a certain I don't know if it's, you know, because I, I don't want to do all the research or not, but yeah. I just, there's a certain kind of like gut feeling that I get on some stuff. You know what I mean? If it yeah. just, if it doesn't, if it doesn't feel good, you know, then, you know, if there's something there, just like a bit of a check in the spirit is like, Hey, yeah. hang on a second. That was the old saying, right? If in doubt, don't. Yeah. Just don't. And it just doesn't, <laughs> doesn't seem to be that way. Yeah. So the other thing was, um, like I mentioned, I was speaking to you before was the, sperm sperm counts yeah like sperm counts are down yeah people well people should google yeah sperm count 2050 or 2045 i think it is yeah wow yeah and so they and then projected on the current trajectory that yeah. the, the sperm count for fertility for males will yeah. be at zero at zero uh-huh by 2050 yeah wow like i mean and then like how why <laughs> Yeah. What's the combination well, of? Well, there's yeah. there's there's some lines of thinking that people yeah. think that there only needs should be a certain amount of people on the world in the world, and yeah. they're referred unaffectionately as like useless eaters, and yeah. people just taking up space and yeah. using up resources and that sort of thing, and yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I feel that like that, that in the traffic jam sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the other thing. Get yeah. this, Adam. Yeah. So what's happening with the Australian economy and that sort of thing at the yeah. moment? Yeah. And the price of like talk about property and yeah, yeah. the price of living and affordable housing, yeah. inflation. So you notice you asked me the, the question. I'll have to come back to the housing yeah, yeah. thing, but yeah. the difference yeah. is that I noticed was like in the US, inflation yeah. had just started to go crazy. Yeah, well, like I know airports are a captive mar- market, and you yeah. end up getting raped there for prices, and that's because yeah, yeah. that's what you get to pay. Yeah, but like, well, I was in the airport like getting a coffee on the way, and I was yeah. like twelve bucks US, and they were like, uh, "Would you like a?" to tip and i'm like no that's like 18 bucks for a coffee australian for a coffee but the cost of inflation like the price of petrol had pretty much like doubled in two years in the u.s in the u.s last time yeah wow yeah still cheaper than ours but hey it's still cheaper than ours by by a long shot yeah 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 but but it's still doubling yeah far out inflation doubling so inflation yeah there's a lot of people in australia adam that are struggling Oh man, there with, is with inflation, with yeah. you know, with price of the basic cost of living, yeah, increasing, and so this is the other thing, right? So mm. the, the I'm pretty sure it was like the Reserve Board Governor of the Reserve Bank in Australia yep. said, like, you know, there's been shock after shock, and like every time they bl- like they try and blame something, like now it's like the Israel Palestinian conflict, fuels going up, cost of living is going up, etc. Yeah. So I don't think we even buy any fuel from that. I don't think we get any oil from that region in Australia. Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. but. Um, the cost of like living's sort of increasing so 
um, so much at the moment. Yeah. Unaffordably. Yep. And so they're going to be bringing like another 1.5 million immigrants into Australia in the next four or five years or something, yep. I think, as well. There's already, in, there's not enough infrastructure in place in a lot of places already to cope with the current level of growth yeah. that's expanded. Yeah. So, and that will like further drive up demand and costs for living and accommodation. And that's just, inflation's really just another indirect form of taxation. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, that's crazy. Yeah. It is, it, the cost of living is high and it's, it, and there are a lot of people struggling yeah. with things. My heart really goes out to people that are sort of dealing with a lot at the moment between mortgages and childcare and, you know, raising children and fuel and, well, the other day, I had this. I was talking to uh, this guy. Uh, he was doing my photos at work, and uh, he was telling me about his mate who bought a, a property. And I haven't done the, all the maths on it, but uh, he sure. bought a property for one point four mil in mm. Sydney, mm. and he was his uh, interest rate was like hugely low, yeah. and uh, he was paying well hugely low. He was still paying six grand a month on his mortgage, and I think he was telling me that it's going to be $12,000 or something a month for him to pay his mortgage. Wow. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, again, I haven't done the maths on that, so mm -hmm. um, don't hold me to it. This is a conversation I had with a guy. It does show the fact. Yeah. yeah. Well, I do predict that there's going to be another interest rate rise. In that. I think it's due to happen on Melbourne Cup Day where people are a little bit distracted or inebriated. Yeah, sneak one in there. Yeah. Get over it tomorrow. We get that's my prediction. Anyway, yeah, twenty bucks on uh, rate increase. Well, I didn't know that. I didn't. I was I was unsure because you'd heard this stuff that uh, the last time there was a change of the guard at the um, Reserve Bank was uh, they didn't change anything for X number of months. I think like eighteen months or something like that, or it might have been longer. And that this um, the new person who's at the head now would probably not do the same thing. It could be because of the fact that they don't want to. They don't want to wear all the blame for, for yeah, everything yeah. that's happening. I'm not sure, uh -huh. but um, we'll see what happens with that. And then, so so much, again, out of our control, you know, yeah. just these things that are out of our control. Yeah. So we're talking about, like, people moving in a direction to start being, living more, like, living out into the future that they want to create for themselves. Which is exactly what which, which you said that at the beginning of the podcast, because there's mm -hmm. so much, we're talking about all this stuff that's happening, yes. and, I was, and I was like, what can we do to, you know, uh, to have a better future, I guess? Yeah. And this talk of creation was creation conversations. Am I correct in saying that? Yes. So that we call them? Yeah. Was was a topic that you were talking about earlier. And so, what are these, some of these conversations that people are having, and and um, almost offering like a hope or an alternate yeah. uh, to to the the current situation that that we're living in, or yeah. that well, where it's headed? Yeah. It gives us a, an alternative to be to do other things. Yeah. Well, it's a creationary conversation, so we get to like you know people start talking about and couples and that sort of thing talking about like what life they want to live yeah into the future yeah you know what you know how how we want it to be what we want to be doing yeah you know and a lot of people starting to live more simplistic simplistically yeah you know like why spend 1.4 million dollars doing that like why do you know i mean a lot of people want convenience yeah there's all the stuff that we haven't even touched on what's like what's happening with the smart cities which is part of the the world economic forum agenda and that sort of yeah. thing there's been a huge sort of transition for people to sort of head back out into more rural areas and living more simplistic lifestyles. Yeah, yeah. I've, I know living a couple people who have done that. Yeah. yeah, living more sustainably. Yep. Growing some of their own food. Yeah. You know, farmers markets. Yeah. Reducing any unnecessary costs, reducing any, you know, getting rid of all unnecessary debts. Yeah. Uh, just living much more simplistically. It's all like everyone's sort of spoken about, not everyone, but the circles are hung around kind of spoken about that for the last you know five ten years or whatever um that yeah dude, that that's the dream but it almost is becoming a necessity it's like okay this is this is what we got to do to be able to escape that yeah and there are ways to do it mm -hmm. like you're saying like you know sustainable yeah. farming uh -huh. communities yeah have you seen any communities that that have worked or heard heard about any communities there's, that, that, that work having conversations with people at the moment. So there's there's communities getting created. This is the, the bonus. This is like the, the positive of like what we've endured. There's all yeah. the stuff that we've had to deal with. Yeah. And then there's like, there's people that are creating new conversations for creating like physical communities. Mm. There's people that have like met other people that they wouldn't have normally met because of what we've been through. Yeah. But yeah, there's people definitely involved with creating communities and heading in that direction to live more sustainably, get out of debt, 
you know, grow your own foods, support farmers markets. Yeah. Um, people heading in that direction. And then also other people are having other conversations about other things, about ways to be able to transact with each other, being more decentralized, you know, working on projects like decentralized IDs and that sort of thing that we can verify who we are without someone else controlling all that information. Yep. Like there's a lot of other people working on the background in those sort of projects as well that you never hear about. Yeah, that for are sure. working behind the scenes yep. that, are, yep. that are doing great work to support the conversation oh, good for a world that works for all. Yeah. Not just like 0.01% of the population. Yeah. That debt-based fractional reserve banking system, you know, this is the interesting thing as well, like about money and that sort of thing. And mm. I'd sort of say to clients as well, Adam, is that uh, if they're like printing unlimited amounts of money at the moment, which they call quantitative easing, yeah, happened in the US and then Australia and that sort of thing, if they're printing money, yeah. like creating it out of thin air, mm. like it costs them like 35%, 35 cents to make a $100 note. Yeah, you know what I mean. So if they're creating it out of thin air, why are you saving it? What are you doing with it? You know. Yeah, what I, mean? I get you. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. yeah. So it's like it's <laughs> we're like entering a period of time where it's like we're at a tipping point where we're like, yeah. Some people will go this way and some people will go that way. Yeah. And people just want to know and need to put some time in to think about where they want to be. Yeah. And what they want to do and who they want to be, uh, who they want to be around them. Yeah. In your community and in in your life, etc. Yeah, wow. It's it, it's true. People are thinking about that more. Yeah. And other ways, you know what I mean? I know some people that, that are all that gold now. Yeah. They just, you know, it's uh -huh. it's valuable asset. You can't. Yeah. Well, diversification, like having yeah. having land, having access to like food, mm. um, decentralized cryptocurrencies, like precious metals. Yeah. Yeah, stuff that they can they can trade with. Yeah, anything that can't be sort of controlled. That's right. By by these yeah. guys, and that's the two models. Like when I went to the states the first yep. time, I, one of my presentations was called "Decentralized Now." Yeah, and you've got this sort of top-down model, which yep. is full centralization, which is controlled by governments. Yeah, and then the other one is decentralized, where no one controls anyone. Yeah, everyone is empowered and they're sovereign and they're like responsible. Yeah, and they're like. You know, no one above, no one below. And yeah. Everyone just like does the right thing and looks after each other and it just works. It just works. Yeah. And a lot of people don't actually know that those two models exist. Yeah. But that's what that model, the pyramid's been, you know, serving the 0.01% for yeah. whatever it's been, a couple hundred years. And then like there's a new way of becoming. And then a lot of people that are like spiritually orientated, like saying that we've got this possibility at this point in time to be able to move into what people are describing us like moving into a, like a golden age. Like all this stuff that's been happening, like a lot of the wars and that sort of thing have all been predicated on scarcity and greed and like, you know, the the pharmaceutical industry or the weapons industry yeah. and that sort of thing. And then like uh, it only serves a small percentage of the people. Yeah. And we've got to, we've got to create a, we've got to be in the conversation for what works for everyone else, not just, not so just us. What you're saying is that now this stuff is all coming to the surface, starting to be more aware of it, we might go to a better age. Absolutely. Into a better place. That's it. That's good. It's great. It's great. That's but awesome. Only if enough people are aware of it. Yeah, gotcha. You know what I mean? Because they don't know that other options available. Yeah. And those other people that are not aware of it, not having the conversation, yeah. might just be still maintain being completely distracted by drinking beer and watching football. And they're like, yeah. oh, how did we get here? Yeah, exactly. But these other people are like heading off in a new visionary future. Yeah. That's what the conversation is that we're out to create. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to letting things just inch and inch forward towards you before you know it's too, that's it. you know, going somewhere that's good. Yeah. That's positive. There's, yeah. you know, things happening. And then, you know, not only that, by the sounds of it, we're not pillaging the earth. Yeah. And all that kind of stuff. So we have, we have, uh, you know, everyone living a, in a better harmonious time. Mm -hmm. And then we have- With each mate, other and with, with our other, environment. With our, with our environment as well. Yeah. That'd be great. It'll be, be great. good to see. It'll be great. I'm uh, go down those those roads, I think, and do a bit more research. But uh, Paul, I really appreciate you coming on, mate. It's been my pleasure. I really do. Yeah. And so you've, um, you're still doing your podcast? No, I've stopped doing podcasts. Stopped doing podcasts? I'm more, more focusing on my music now. Yeah, your music. So yeah. saw that you, you did a new song. Yes. When I say new song, you know, songs take a while to create, but but you've got a clip as well. And you, yeah. you, is it your brother that's over in... Yeah, my brother lives in Nashville. Nashville? He's been there nearly 20 years now. 20 years. So right. I know a lot of people, a lot of community there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and last time I was at the US, I took advantage of that and 
put all the beds down for the latest track, which is called Rise Like Lions. Okay. Yeah. Good, good title. Uh-huh. And it's like, it's really about uh, having people coming together and unite. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than um, spending our energy sort of, and wasting our energy fighting each other. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. We waste enough, we waste enough energy doing that. Mm. And if we can go forward and uh, there's some good sources of information that you know, good places that uh, if that you feel that uh, that's unbiased, maybe media in terms of like if you're going to read something, where where do you generally get it from? Well, I sort of get it from, you know, Telegram, Telegram channels and that sort of thing. Okay. Rumble. Yep. yep. And, you know, I just follow people, what people, these people that are way seers and way showers, mm. these people like Dr. David Martin and all those people in those communities that yeah. are like, there's a bit of cleaning up to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a bit of cleaning up to do. Yeah. And then there's these people that are like, the people that are in the conversation for creation. Yeah. Um, yeah. And fulfilling on those things because there's been so much corruption. Yeah. You know, it's been, it's been abhorrent and it's time for us to sort of, um, yeah, clean up and start creating a world that we want for our children that works for all. Yeah, yeah, awesome. I reckon yeah. we'll leave it on that note. Let's do it. Wonderful. Thanks, Paul. Really My appreciate pleasure. you coming on, mate. My pleasure.